Welcome to another episode. Welcome to the Corporate Cowboys Podcast. My name is Alex. I'm your host for another, let's call it a 30-minute consult into the world of corporate. So, you want to be a corporate cowboy? Sit down. Let's talk about your future. <laughs> a little line from Sicario too, or whatever. This one is coming to us from r slash career advice. My name is Alex, mind you. I'm still a little bit under the weather, but I'm fucking kicking, right? Still a little bit of that head fog, a little bit of that brain fog, but I'm working through it. I'm not achy or have pains all over. So I figured, fuck it. Why not? So this one comes from r slash career advice. And it's asking, the question is asking is, do you guys usually accept your first offer number for a company you are interested in? The body reads, hey, y'all, need some help with countering a job offer. I was recently offered a finance job, which I am very excited for. The salary range is 85 to 95. I got one offer a week ago at another company for $110,000. So that first offer, the first offer was 85 to $95,000. And then they got another offer a week ago at another company for $110,000, but didn't want to work on that sector or in that sector. That's probably what they meant to say. Another for $80,000, which I declined, and one more for one hundred five, dollars which I am still interviewing for. So it sounds like they have a number of offers, at least three that are open, that are exercisable. If that makes sense, they have three options that are exercisable. They can exercise their options because they dropped that uh, the lowest. They dropped the 80k one, and they're still interviewing for the 105. The company in question for the offer asked me if 85 to 95 worked for me, and I said yes previously. This nigga already, this motherfucker already accepted an offer. They said yes previously. Now, even though they gave them a range, right? I don't know the context, but if somebody shoots you a range, and then they're gonna go back to the man to their manager, you having accepted eighty-five the lowest, ninety-five the highest, to me tells me at least if somebody gives me a range, that that the hiring manager then has to get cleared with I don't know payroll or some other executive on whether or not they could offer you. Whether or not they can cement the lowest or the highest in that range, you already said yes to work for them. You already said yes. You live on 85. Obviously, what you want is 95. But this motherfucker, I guess, they said, the company in question for the offer asked me if 85 to 95 worked for me, and I said yes previously. I do think it works for me, but ideally, yeah, ideally, I'd like the middle to high range when I think about it. Because <laughs> he's having buyers, no, he, he's having seller's remorse. He figured that he sold himself 
for too low a dollar figure. This person, let me tell you, I am happy I got an offer and really want the job, but want to know if it's the best, if it's best, sorry, want to know. I'm really happy I got an offer and really want the job, but want to know if it's best to accept it or go for the mid to high end of the range. Thanks. So they really want the job. They got the offer, they really want the job, but they want to know if it's best to accept it or go for the mid to high end range. I only see one viable move here because you've already fucking compromised yourself by saying yes to that 85 to 95 range. You're being highly, I'm not going to say unethical or unprofessional, but you're already shitting where you're going to be working prospectively. If you renege on your acceptance, you've accepted the offer. I don't know why I'm going to end. But you've accepted 85 effectively. You have effectively accepted $85,000 and now hoping, hoping you get 90 to 95. You want the middle to upper end of that range. First of all, you're, I don't want to backtalk you, but you're shitting the deal. That's what you're doing. You're fucking it up. You're fucking the game up. Back in my day, back in my day, it's always been fucking the game up. Right? Nowadays, people are saying, oh, you're, you're fucking up the bag. You're fumbling the bag. No, you're just fucking the game up for everybody else, for, including yourself, including yourself. Now, if you want to renege on that, I personally, I mean, this is, this is to get you out of, out of a tight squeeze, but it's going to require you to do a little damage control preemptively before you start breaking hearts. A little bit of a uh, fire, uh, what's it called? Mm, controlled burn, some controlled burning, because you will have to uh, not just exercise, if you want to exercise your options, you're going to have to exercise some fucking skill and introduce the other offers that are on the table. So if you want the mid to high range, you're going to have to go back to these people. You're going to have to go back to this company that you do want to work at, but you want more money from. You're going to have to go back to the company and let them know that you've received other offers and that they are in play and let them know what the pros and the cons of them might be. You've already accepted. You might as well treat them like they are your team and that someone else is attempting to recruit you from the team. Because at the end of the game, at the end of the day, money is the point of the game. Money is the motive. Money is the motive, right? So if your team, the one that you've accepted to, if they are willing to keep you on board, if they're willing to up the offer, they ought to do it on their own initiative. What you have to do is just introduce that incentive. You have to incentivize them, motivate them to do so and not hold it over their head, lord it over their head like, oh, you try and go out of your way and renegotiate what you've already accepted. And it, it, I mean, it would look even worse if you already said yes to the 85 to 95 window, the 85 to 95 range, and then you hit them up a week later, just out the blue, and tell them that you would like to renegotiate for something between 90 and 95. Because you've already accepted 85. That's your word.
what you can do is you introduce a variable. And that variable being the new offers that exist. Let them know that they are in play and that you might be considering them. Because and, and don't just make it like you can just make it about money. If you want to, you know, go brute force, you could let them know that it's about money. Because at the end of the day, I mean, they're businessmen also. They're, they, we would have liked to think that they are also professional and that being logically, rationally minded, if you approach them with enough tact, they're going to know that you're leaving for a better offer monetarily and could be with better benefits. Yeah, having been in a position similar to this before. If you if you've already accepted, if you have already accepted and you're having second thoughts, you're having doubts. I mean, I hope you're you're early on in your professional career because this is a rookie mistake. I'm being real here. This is a rookie fucking move to say yes instead of saying, give me some time to think about it. You, you don't want to go into any deal with a hot head just because this is a bitch that you want to take, take up out of their clothes, right? Just because you want to, <laughs> just because you want to get intimate with this company. You really want to work at this one company. So any figure that they throw at you, you're going to idealize in your mind. You're going to build up. You're going to hype up to yourself that it's from the company you want. So any figure might sound reasonable, but this is your mind working from an emotional state and an and elevated and aroused emotional state. And arousal doesn't just have to be sexual, but I mean, this fits the, the analogy. So yeah, an aroused state from a company you actually do want to work at. And that, now you're doubting yourself. Now you're doubting your own word. You're, you're doubting the acceptance. Come on, come on. Don't, don't fuck up the game. You're the one fucking it up. So if you want to go back and reopen negotiations, the only way to do so is with a fucking crowbar. You can't use just yourself, just your hands and say, hey, I thought about it and I believe that my services are worth a little bit more. So I would like something from the middle to the upper range, maybe 90, 95. Nobody wants to fucking hear about it if you've already said yes. Because if you renege on your own acceptance, they might as well just fucking blackball you. <laughs> they might as well fucking blackball you because you're, you've effectively wasted their time. They've already gone ahead. They may have already gone ahead and are, are processing paperwork to bring you on board. And if you want to jerk them around for a couple more, for a couple extra grand... This is something that you could have taken a couple of days away from the negotiation to really think about, to really do a little bit more market research, tidy up your position, and come back to them with, you know, I appreciate the offer, the 80, 85 to 95 sounds reasonable, but I propose something between 90 and 100. How about that? Propose your own window. 
List your own reasons as to why that is. Let them know that you do want to work at that company and the value that you will, that the value that you will be bringing to them as an asset working there will be more than worth the 100k that that you plan on on being compensated that you believe you ought to be compensated with. But nah, don't don't just open it just because you think that this company will treat you with uh with the same romantic lens that you have for them don't get it twisted do not get it twisted business is war it's personal other than that i see no viable option here you've already accepted legally legally you've already accepted you may not have put anything on paper but your word is bond it's, I mean, you may not have put it on paper, but if they have it on email, you're fucked. You've already made your bed. Go sleep in that bitch. You've already dug your own grave. Hop into it. And, 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 and it's not a negative. It's not a negative. I'm, I'm putting a negative connotation to it because this person is writing it in a negative frame that the 85 to 95 is actually a negative frame and it's not otherwise they wouldn't have accepted it off rip off they would have said no just off top they would have seen that it was undervalued and they they would have said no but apparently not even in the emotional state that they found themselves in they still had enough gusto to say yes Enough enthusiasm left, even after having been devalued, to still say yes and accept that offer. Now they gotta run with it. Now they ought to run with it. But again, there's there is a way out. You you just have to be surgical with the shit. You have to introduce the variable. Introduce a variable. You can't just approach the company and say that you would, you would like to reopen negotiations after they made you an offer and you accepted. After the acceptance, if you want to reopen negotiations, what you have to do is quit, effectively quit and apply again because it's unprofessional for you to accept a figure and then come back to them and tell them, no, 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 I want, some, I, I want it higher, right? You should have told them that off top. If it was if it was less than what you wanted, tell them that you would take a couple of days, think about it, and return to them with an offer. And, and, and it doesn't have to be a couple of days. Take one day, one fucking day to cool down and really think through your options, whether or not it's something you absolutely can live with or believe should be renegotiated. Fucking the game up, man. Fucking the game up up and i'm not mad i'm not mad i'm letting you know that as a corporate cowboy there is a solution to it but in your in your position because you've already accepted your options the more feasible options the viable options have be have been narrowed have been narrowed down to really just one in my mind that i could see playing out to some benefit to both yours and the company's benefit. Because what you're going to do is reapproach this company in the hopes that they up the offer.
Because they could just as well say, nah, fuck you. We're going to keep you at 85 to 95 because you accepted it. And now what you have done is validated that position in their company at that window, at that range, the 85 to 95K range. Unless you come back with these additional offers that are on your table and let them know that other companies want your skill set, that your skill set is indeed more, is worth more than what this company is offering you. And put the ball in their court to up the range. I mean, you can choose, and, and I'm not going like the more assertive route. The more assertive route is pretty much going to be to withdraw. But I'm playing into your hand. I'm playing into the OP's hand a little bit because the OP does state that they're happy they got the offer and that they really want, they really want the job with the company. They just want to be paid more. Like this is the company because they, they already have an offer, another offer for $110,000. But, what, but they really want a job with this company, with the offer that they've already accepted, the 85 to 95, and now that want the offer to go up. They, an offer that they already accepted. They want that figure to go up. Yeah, I know. It sounds fucking ridiculous to me too. How they want to, uh, how they want more money than what they accepted. But hey, if you're slippery enough, if you know how to hustle, if you know how to stick and move, if you are a corporate cowboy, then you know how to leverage offers, even after you've accepted, because it's money at the end of the day. We're talking money here. Come back to them in a more assertive manner. I mean, but at the same time, you have to be willing to accept the fact that the company that made you the offer could just as easily withdraw their offer for employment, could just as easily let you go before you've even gotten your first day of work under your belt. Why? Because you chose to fuck around and try to squeeze them for a couple extra grand. They could just as easily tell you to pack up and bounce. Don't even report for the first day. And on top of that, blackball you. You see, I'm just, I'm just moving to extremes here. I'm letting you know what could what could possibly be the ultimate outcome of this. All right, well, let's take a look at some of these comments because it has a, a decent number of comments here. And I'm going to be, uh, again, I'm open-minded, but notice how I did take it to the extreme. But in my mind, as a career consultant, as a professional, as a corporate cowboy, the only viable option is to Use those offers in your favor as a form of softening the blow to your professionalism. Because, yeah, you are effectively reopening negotiations, but you've already accepted the first offer. You've already accepted it. Now, what you want to do is massage it after the fact. You want to be able to massage that figure, and that's going to require interpersonal skill on another level because you don't well i mean i don't know they don't include any more context but it's at a company that they like it's at a company that they want to work at but because we don't 
have the company's perspective, we don't know whether or not the company really likes this applicant, really likes this individual as a person, and really wants this person to work there. We don't know. So it depends on how much rapport they have with the hiring manager, how much how deep is their reach in order to pull strings and strum chords, you know, strike chords in order to make an impression, in order to, to, uh, to leverage, to capitalize on whatever impression they might have made with a hiring manager or any executive they might know so that reopening negotiations and asking for 90 to 100 plus K doesn't seem as unreasonable coming from a person who's already accepted an offer and now wants more money after the fact. The first comment here says, the thing is, if you want mid to high range, you should have asked for 90 to 100. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Oh shit. <coughs> That's golden. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. The lower end of the range should always be the amount you'd be super happy with, not an amount you'd settle for. Yeah, I mean, this person is, is just going negotiations 101. You want to move that range, that negotiated range, up past what you would be willing to settle for to what you want to settle for, making the minimum what you want to settle for. So if this motherfucker, if this person, motherfucker, uh, it could be any gender, any sex, I don't give a fuck. If this person wanted at least 90, they should have made 90 the bare minimum, right? But no, they were operating from a place of emotion, a place of, of stimulation, of enthusiasm, of of sentiment for a company they didn't even have a position in yet. Damn, at least wait till you're in the door and then, I don't know, negotiate for, for raises and bonuses later. But again, I don't know what, what type of uh, what job this is other than it just being quote-unquote finance, a, a finance job. And the OP responds... I asked if they were open to a range switch, but they said 100 was their cap, and they spelt their wrong. Huh. So I assumed maybe, they said, I assumed maybe I'd get 88 to 90. Nope. Just the completely bottom of the range, based on experience, they said. Yeah, based on, exper based on professional experience. You fucking suck at negotiating. And... <laughs> And for what it sounds like, they asked if they were open to a range switch. Yeah, so they went in with no offer in hand, no competing offer in hand, and just asked, like with their hands clasped together, I would like some more. Get the fuck out of here with your Oliver Twist bullshit. You want to reopen negotiations after you've already had a serving. You've already had a helping. If you had the balls on, you would have drawn the dagger route the first time and said, no, 85 to 95 is too low. I want at least 90. Fuck that. Give me 100 plus because I have offers. But no. 
But no, your best hope would have been to reopen negotiations using those competing offers. <laughs> you didn't even do that. Didn't even do that. But um, again, we don't know the age or the location of this person. We, we don't know. We don't know any more uh, personal information on them. So best we could go on is what they've given us here. But if you or somebody you know has been in a similar position or is currently going through it and you need some one-on-one -on -one consultation, don't hesitate. Reach out to us. It's what we're here for. You can find us on Instagram, the page, Corporate Cowboys with a Z at the end. Even easier would be through Patreon because the higher the, the, higher the tier, the fewer there are that are asking questions and getting their answers one-on-one -on -one. that's the corporate cowboys podcast on patreon and i mean if you're listening to us now you might have found us through any number of places youtube itunes uh uh anchor spotify podbean wherever podcasts are listed and published broadcasted as well you'll find us uh, if you want to shoot us a donation, by all means, do that. There's some cash app Venmo. There's there's money apps floating around. And of course, snail mail. Hit us up. If you have something off in the distance that you need help with, shoot it to P.O. Box 3372, Rancho Cordova, California, 95741. Make it attention to Alex, Corporate Cowboys. You can send it to, uh, yeah, to Corporate Cowboys. Make it, post it as attention to Alex. Yeah, but that person really, really fucked up the game. Um, let, let me let me read one or two more because there are some, some longer ones here. I'm assuming it's kind of just going over the same basics because it's the only viable option that I've seen. After you accept... Full report to work the first day. Shut the fuck up. Trying to reopen negotiations. If you don't have anything to bargain with, anything to use for leverage, and, and this person had competing offers and still chose to walk in and to, to contact them empty-handed and just ask if they're open to renegotiate. What the fuck? I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. It's just a level of professionalism that could only be assigned to a novice. <laughs> uh, this person, this next commenter here says, and actually leaves a couple of bullet points, says, bullet one, the salary has to be enough where it makes you want to get up in the morning. If 85 does that, then go for it. However, feeling as if you're underpaid will cause anxiety, stress, and a feeling of inadequacy. Yeah, well, those motherfuckers are already going through it and they haven't even started. So, you know, the point is very well taken, but OP walked into this fucking mess without even doing that preliminary assessment. Bullet point two, money is not everything. I mean, we could agree to disagree, right? Happiness, fulfillment, company culture, full benefits package, all needs to be considered along with monetary compensation. It's okay to take a bit less in salary for an amazing place to work with, awesome benefits, advancement opportunities, and work that you absolutely love. 
Yeah, no, I mean, it sounds like this person just walked into it because it's a company that they do love or that they love from the outside at least because the person doesn't even work in it yet. But we don't know if maybe they have contacts inside like I was saying earlier. We don't know how deep their reach is. What, if any, previous history, previous experience they have with the company and the industry, what the company does. So maybe, maybe it is a form of love for the company and the culture and what they want is just more money but they went they went about it i think <laughs> the the worst of ways just empty-handed with their dick in their hand if they are male and if, if they're a female with a dick in their hand like just out of pocket you feel me <laughs> all right uh, bullet point three, if you can, if you constantly hit home runs, they will notice you and you'll quickly advance and so will your pay. Have a career mindset. Have a corporate mindset, you motherfucker. Don't, don't just constantly hit hope, don't just constantly hit home runs and hope they notice you. You have to go out of your way. If you stop, like if you show up on Monday now because you said yes to the 85 and they give you the 85, which it sounds like they're gonna based on experience, quote unquote, because yeah, you fucked, you fumbled the bat. You, you really, you really just shit, shit on the deal with it. If you walk in on Monday making 85, best you could hope for is just making a name for yourself. I really do hope you're young and you got the, you got the resilience. You got the, the, not, not even the longevity. You don't need longevity. What you need is drive. You need resilience and you need drive and you got to fucking commit yourself to be better, to be a fucking corporate cowboy. I mean, you're off to a dodgy start, a stutter step, fucking stumbling in the doorway at 85. But does it mean that you can't be 100 by the end of one year? That just, but that requires us some work. You got to do stupid dirt. You have to do a lot of work, massive work, and there's always work to be done. There's always work to be done, no matter what the organization, how large or how small, there's always room for improvement. Bullet point four, if you still need, <laughs> if you still feel you need that extra 10K to be happy, you can still negotiate. And they even leave them a little prompt here saying, after looking over the package, $95,000 would be more in line with my career experience. To be completely transparent, I have another offer on the table for 105 that I need to get back to by Friday. However, your organization is where I want to take my career and I'm very excited about this opportunity. Can we make this work? Perfectly worded. That's perfectly put. But notice that they didn't walk into it empty-handed. They're leveraging the offers that they have available to them in order to make something of nothing, in order to make something good out of their previous fuck-up of accepting the 85. <laughs> notice how they even start by padding their own offer and not, not accepting just 85, but saying that 95. 95 would be more in line with their career experience. So pretty much orienting the company uh, regarding their experience saying that 95 would be more in line over 85 over the 85 over the bare minimum that the company wants to give them and yeah bringing the 105 would provide that social proof 
that their skills are worth at least the 95 at that company they want to be at. Otherwise, just saying, no, I think I would like to make more. And just not giving anything in return, not even a, a show of proof, a shred of evidence that you are worth the 95. Of course the company's gonna say, nah, man, you're trying to renegotiate after the fact, what kind of professional etiquette is this? And they're gonna be like, no, based on your experience, which is shit to little to none, we're gonna give you the bare minimum. And then say, however, your organization is where I wanna take my career, can we make this work, blah, 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 something in that regard, they say. I've used this technique before, being totally upfront to hiring managers regarding other offers. As long as you're still within their range, it tends to put a fire under their feet. Realizing your value and worth in the market. Uh, they put a comma there. As long as you're still within their range, it tends to put a fire under their feet. Realizing your value and worth in the market. Now, let me put it this way. This person has kind of fucked themselves into a corner. And I say that because they approach the organization asking to reopen negotiations, right? Effectively asking for more money. And they don't tell us that they used these uh, other outstanding offers as a form of leverage. They just wanted more money in the hopes that the company was going to be like, yeah, you know what? We'll give you the higher end of this pay range just on the strength that this motherfucker was applying, that that on, on the strength that this person, Joe or Joanne Blow, really is Joanne Blow, and that's who they want working for them. They fucked themselves into a corner now because in the response email they listed above in this in the, in the previous comment in the response email they said that the uh, that the cap the cap for that position was a hundred that's the cap that they had for hiring somebody and onboarding them to work with them the cap is a hundred what makes you think what makes you think that at the end of three years. Ooh, ooh, notice, notice. What makes you think at the end of three years, they'll be making a hundred? You see? They've funneled themselves, they've funneled themselves and have done the work for corporate by going to work for a company that they really wanted to work at and really idealized, idolized almost, and really wanted to work at, right? So they're willing to sacrifice them they're willing to sacrifice their own value up front on an emotional front and say yes to an $85,000 offer, an offer that now they're having second thoughts about and that the company has already laid out for them that the cap was 100 grand just for them. That's the company hustling this person. For any other, the cap for for eight for not for any other, but for another candidate, the cap might be moved to 105, 110, 115, 120, 130. We don't know what the cap will be, but for this one person, because they because it might be that the way they reapproached the company to try and open up negotiations a second time, they're like, nah, dog, nah. 
We're not going to bite. And if anything, 100 was the cap. And what they're doing is waving a steak in front of you. I mean, that's even if you really are, if you really are hungry, who's to fucking say it, right? But what they're doing is showing you the morsel that you accepted and then the rest of the steak back at the company. They're showing, they're showing it to you. They're showing the morsel of meat that you accepted and then the rest of the steak back at the company. And they're saying, well, I mean, the rest of the steak is here for whenever. That's, they're just throwing their hands up for whenever. And whenever could be from when you start, again, depending on how much of a corporate cowboy mindset you take on and really do the work, get your name out there, get known and promote yourself essentially it could be starting to it could be starting monday to fucking three years if you show up to work and you're just showing up paycheck to paycheck uh enamored by the fact that you're working at a company you really want to work at then that hundred grand might come to you three years down the line four years down to five years you might become a fucking lifer and not see a hundred grand if you don't know how to move in corporate corporate is a beast you have to be a fucking shark you gotta be a corporate cowboy you have to know how to value yourself and the and bullet point five just to end it here it says be careful don't let ten thousand dollars break an amazing opportunity remember rule three and rule three was that uh yeah hitting home runs and have them notice you but yeah there's no hoping there's no luck. There is. There is. But how much faith do you have that it'll work for you? What you have to do is take that hope and take that luck and make it work. You, what you need is dirty luck. And I've said this in a previous episode before. Dirty luck is better than no luck. Dirty luck is better than bad luck. It's, it's effectively taking bad luck right and we can chalk it up to you saying yes as bad luck maybe i don't know you saw somebody in the background walking behind your interviewer or somebody off screen if it was a zoom interview see i'm just going into the weeds now i'm being extreme here and that it was bad luck for you to say for you having said yes just off top because it was a reaction it was a gut reaction maybe your throat was itchy and you just, and you coughed yes and it sounded like a yes Oh, and, and, and they're like, okay, well, thank you for accepting the $85,000 offer. Okay, bad luck. I get it. Now you got to show up and work for it. You got to show up and work for the rest of that shit. Maybe three months from then, your probation ends and you could maybe renegotiate there. Obviously, you never want to stop applying elsewhere because those other offers might not last three months. Maybe at six months, the performance review pops up. I mean, um... I'm thinking that it's common practice in some industries that performance reviews are either once a quarter or twice a year, right? Um, if they're not, if not, if not yearly, at least once a year. I mean, you've got to sit down with a fucking manager, some type of executive, and uh, uh, break bread about what how the company's doing and what your position is is up to in the company. What what, what your contribution has been in the role what what contribution your role has made in the company right i mean that's that's every performance review but 
Yeah, this person saying, be careful, don't let 10K break an amazing opportunity. This motherfucker is breaking himself. He's breaking himself for 10K. <laughs> Break yourself, motherfucker, before you wreck yourself. I'll catch you guys on the flip side, man. I, I was generous with my time today. <laughs>